Hello and welcome to our newly rebranded podcast, This Apprentice Life. This is episode two and we hope you enjoy. My name is Elliot Wilson. And I'm Dominic Spinks. This is your podcast for everything related to the GAP scheme and how it is as an apprentice. And today's episode is about starting work. Yeah, stepping into the business. Absolutely, first place to start would be your first day. First day is a big day. Yeah. I think this, coming off of ale especially, you're already in the right state of mind, as in you're going into an office anyway, you're into that work routine, as opposed to starting ale where I think I had about a month or something off sixth form, and it took me a bit to get into a routine. Yes, as opposed to lying in till 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, maybe you. Yeah, it was good stepping in actually being a part of the business as opposed to just training well i was very nervous on my first day yeah that's true that was a big thing so after daily all the apprentices kind of split off and we were told which locations we were going to be based on client site yeah so for us two it was telford we were on based a in telford. project and yeah going into ale is nerve-wracking because it's all new people but actually stepping into the business into an office where there's other co-workers and clients was like a big step up in terms of how I felt I think this in the first week in AO you cover how to present yourself in a business yeah and this is when you actually have to put that into but that's place. yeah that's here's it on paper you don't really get to practice it until this day well yeah a week in business but this yeah. is proper you know yeah it, it was good you know dressing up smart making a good impression I think that was one thing that, yeah, I think everyone everyone probably did. Yeah. First impressions kind of, what, what's the saying? It's like, it takes, I can't, I can't remember what it is. Must be a good saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it felt good as well, you know, getting started to be working at our age. When you look at some of the people we know going to uni, and although we are going to uni, you know, you always hear, you know, people go to uni and they don't, get a job after it or they don't get the job they wanted after it whereas this is good to just be straight onto the degree and straight into work doing what you were learning at uni and it just sort of backs each other up first day first thing was a tour of the building yes yeah ours was a secure building so we kind of had to wait for someone to uh, let us in to begin with (laughs) which when they say that I imagine like James Bond (laughs) you get your iris scanned face (laughs) palm on this scanner but (laughs) (laughs) Um, but obviously before you get your security pass you're just escorted around yeah yeah so you always have to have an individual with you that's part of the building isolation one thing that was quite I don't you sort of see it on TV when you see an office everyone's in little cubicles whereas for this office that we went into it was quite open quite open space yeah yeah even the more important people were sat with you as opposed to being in some room. I think that's the way businesses are kind of going down now. Obviously, you see yeah. the Google things which have very open spaces. Yeah, They've got beanbags lying around and stuff. It wasn't quite like that, but there were, there were... You could see the separation. You had meeting rooms, but at the same time as you walked through, there were areas for a more casual meeting place if you just wanted to go for a little discussion with someone. Yeah. And I, I quite like that. Yeah, it was good. Obviously, we just working on the one floor, so we got a tour of that. Got to see desks, meeting rooms. And we got to see our own desks. 
We did. That was quite new. We did. Which compared to, I don't know if you've had a job before, <laughs> not to talk about it, but I used to work in retail and this is quite a big change from that, going from, I don't know, eight hour shifts, stood all day to just sitting down, <laughs> relaxing. It was very nice. I'm not sure about relaxing, but... <laughs> okay, compared to standing up, yeah. Yeah, okay. And walking around. It's easier. But yeah, getting a tour of the building was very good for someone like me who's addicted to coffee. As soon as they showed me that coffee machine, my eyes lit up. <laughs> it was very nice. I was the same, but with the water. <laughs> but yeah, so once we got a tour of the whole floor, we got our own desks. We did. We were allocated desks. Yeah. Sat next to each other, to be fair, to start we with. We were, to begin with. Yes, so we were allocated desks, and having just done a tour of the building, we could see that people like to personalise those desks and yeah. maybe put up images of their family or anything basically like little cool features that you might not random bit of personality for you precisely yeah that's a good way you walk around you see some sort of reference on a mug once all that happened usually you'd start in your team for us we had to wait a week or two to get allocated the team but this gave us a good chance to sit down go over anything we needed to know for the future and anything we just learnt yes so yeah we had a few weeks where as you say, we were waiting for a team and we basically got our laptops. Obviously, we now had our own desk to be able to get this out, plug it all in, check our emails and see what the scenario was, the process for the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, just go over everything we'd learned at AOL because obviously it was a massive information. Yeah. And we'd all rushed out in project week and then it was kind of, okay, now we've, we went on a couple of training courses yeah. between um, ALE finishing and work starting so even in those couple of weeks you might be like actually I don't remember this too well so I'll just cover this so like a couple of weeks Java SQL training course stuff it was a lot of information this was a, a nice little time to digest but Precisely. that's not for everyone some people will go straight into a team and you know that's that's good that's good to get started getting into a team you, you get set up you'll learn the process of what your team does and how you do it so you get a little bit of training and they don't expect you to know everything off the bat so yeah the first thing is you'll be introduced <coughs> to the members of the team yep. and uh, remembering names is always a difficult scenario <laughs> at least for me personally I'm, I'm not the best with names so it's kind of I try and remember your name I try and remember your name but chances are I'll probably get them mixed up at some point so I apologise but which a, you a good chance to learn people's names is at a DSTUM so a DSTUM is a daily stand-up meeting which is an agile practitioner, and you'll you'll learn all about this. This is kind of the distinction between ALE and kind of going into business. Yeah, is is the separation between okay, you've learned the technical side of things. This is how the management sort of yeah, very much work. Like practical. As we were saying before, you've learned the on paper. Now it's time to apply it. So you'll learn certain processes of rather than technologies, it'll be processes in terms of this is how we do this job and we go from A to B. So data transformations, you go from A to B, but how do you get there? It's not just a case of, oh, I know this technology, this is how you do it. I know for ours we had quite a tailored technique um, from going from A to B, but that's something you'll learn on project and not. At yeah, so often in the team you have like a tech lead. Yep. And so if you have an idea, okay, I've got this potential solution, you'll probably push it through them so they can review it and say, actually, I might suggest this as opposed to this. Because obviously you've learned all of this in AL and this eight weeks of really intense stuff but you'll still know a fraction of yeah. what there is out there to learn even if you got the highest score you could ever get at ALE 
there's always going to be more to learn yeah. which is a good thing because then it keeps it interesting yeah it does you and I, I remember when I when I first joined the, the first team I joined I, um, I had to write some sequel and obviously we'd done a little bit of sequel during Ale so I kind of someone tasked me something I was like oh yeah I can do this I can go away and do that <laughs> yeah. so I went away you know did my little work came back and was like really proud of it and they were like um, can I just mention a few things obviously put it very politely yeah. I, I was open minded about it and so I said yeah go for it and um, it was just the business stand of the things little well I say little things but in terms of for example listing out column names yep. I just put them in a list sep- comma separated and they were like if you put these onto a new line then obviously it's a lot easier for someone to, to read, read yeah. and it kind of yeah. goes through a code view step so it was much easier for the person reading it because I, I know what it does as a developer but if I'm passing it over to someone yeah. it doesn't have any comments or and there's been times since I've joined two different projects where they've said look at this code and see what it does and when it is messy <laughs> it's very hard to decipher but when you've got this nice tidy code to read very human readable it just speeds up the process it's good for efficiency Definitely. Definitely. and uh, that point about you know people might suggest something to you and it's because they have more experience and they're not they're not going to be they know you're an apprentice so they know you don't have that experience so it's a good way to pick up on as you say these things that you you wouldn't really learn on a course it's just preference maybe per project or per company another thing with this being a government project is SE clearance which takes anywhere from maybe a couple of weeks to maybe two months potentially yeah depending on their investigations um, but this led to not being able to go onto certain environments and look at certain data um, so for the few say weeks we didn't have it there was a lot of time where we just had to spend setting up uh, Jira and Confluence. So Jira is a tool used to track tasks and you can allocate these tasks to individuals. So you write stories? Yes, user stories. So it's kind of, as a user, I would like this. And then that gets allocated to whoever would do it. And well, you, you, as a team, you break that down into tasks. Sure. And then so that tasks leads into Agile as a, a whole, um, where you'd have sprint plannings, which are two-week periods of set amounts of work and you see how much you can get done within that time and then you tick off stories whether they're done or blocked or anything else still to do if you haven't yeah. managed, if you haven't got the time to do it but yeah so these get allocated to a person and you you do that piece of work these interact with confluence so confluence is basically a, a documentation yeah tool so you can you can write big pages of documentation and then link to these stories so if someone was to look at the documentation, they can say, well, what does he mean by this? Yeah, it's a very, it's very useful linking the two together. For example, if, if you develop something, you're publishing it through quality assurance. If they don't know much about the ticket, then they're able to look at your confidence page and what you've documented there. They should be able to understand it, what, what you're trying to achieve, what you've done to achieve that, and the expected outcomes. Yeah. And once getting your security clearance, you'll be able to do more work related to the project. So for every project we've been on, it's been data related. And so certain data is locked behind security clearance because you know it's real data. So you need to wait until you get security clearance to pass that through tables and transform it and do the processes that we have to do on the project. Yeah, so you're still able to write the elements of the code. You're just not able to see, you're not able to use real data. As so you're such. not use test data. Precisely, yeah. But the trouble with that is you don't get real world cases where People make spelling mistakes, people make code mistakes. 
people make you know certain yeah particularly if you're trying to ingest for example a, a free tickets, form yeah. a, uh, uh, what's it called a free form kind of like a text block yeah effectively so anyone can put whatever they want in and you've got to try and decipher it yeah or, or maybe pick out a phone number from something which people have wrote a name yeah like that. exactly so there's all all complexities like that that you have to start dealing with which is I, I was not aware of it's not something I've really thought of before no, starting on projects you don't you don't really think about stuff like that but it, it obviously happens so. it does make me think how many forms I've filled in wrong <laughs> and how sorry I feel for the person looking at those yeah but so how did your application go? <laughs> Comparing ALE to this project there's also a comparison between what you learn in the curriculum versus what you learn on project and then, as we said a lot of these are business processes a lot of these are just the practicalities of working um, but we'll discuss that in another episode in terms of team structure you'll likely be joining as a developer yep and um, once you've met all of your other colleagues you'll have your scrum master who is in charge of the whole team and keeps all the tasks on track and um, this scrum master reports then to the project manager who is in charge of the whole project and yeah has several scrum masters reporting to them yep. and just they basically it's a management role that basically checks in and saying how are you getting on with this how are you getting on with this are we progressing as expected if yep. not kind of providing reasons to the businesses why you might not be or saying hey actually we're doing really well and we might be able to deliver this earlier than expected yeah or you may have something and through no fault of your own it gets blocked <clears throat> which is where there's an external dependency that is not ready or just something that's stopping you from doing what you can do and so You'd explain to them, oh, well, we didn't hit the deadline, but it's because of X, X Y, Z. Z. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the project manager is also someone who can arrange training or access. Yeah, so if you feel if you're working on a project and you don't, you, you might not feel comfortable with it. it. It might be a new language to you. You can you can go to your project manager and say, hey, look. Um, I feel like I'm struggling with this a little bit. I've, I've kind of looked into this, and I think this this training course might really benefit benefit myself. Yeah, and I think I'd be able to learn a lot from it. Or you might say, this is something I'm interested in. Yes, there's yeah. this team in the other building or on this floor. Um, I'd I'd like to get into that. Um, is there any way we can arrange that? Yeah, and so it may it may not be an instantaneous thing. It could be a few weeks down the line, sure. or it could be okay. Well, at the moment, it's been agreed that you'll be in this position for. The next couple of months but after that then yes certainly we can we see what roles are around and and hopefully help your you choose your career path yeah and shape how you are yes so yeah you do get some sort of saying where you want to take your career and your, your project manager will be there to help you out with that yeah and especially if you show enthusiasm um that's a really good sign. that shows that you really want to do this thing yeah your passion will really come across yeah and, and they'll be like you know what actually if if something does pop up, they think of you and think, oh, they were really they were really passionate about this. Yeah. Oh, well, why not choose them? Aside from all the actual work and being in office, obviously when you go to work, you need lunch, and you know going on project is a good place to discover somewhere to eat for lunch. And if you're dom, stick into it <laughs> religiously. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Greg, mate. <laughs> but um, it's also a good chance if you're on expenses to explore the local town or city. Ah, uh, yes, I imagine. So you can see stuff to do or where to eat in the evenings. For those that have travelled, it must be particularly useful. Yeah. Telford, for example, where I was on project. Lunch was in the town centre, and that was very close to both my hotel and office. Going at lunch, I could see all the different restaurants, 
and also the other things to do. There's an ice rink, there's bowling, and this allowed me to plan my evenings with other apprentices. And I assume that would be the same for you now on your new project where you are. On yes, having started in Manchester, working away from home now, it, it was the same thing. Manchester is a, quite a large area a as well. A bit bigger than Telford. Yeah, yes. just a little bit. Um, very nice, I must say. I do like it. Um, and there's there's plenty to explore there. For example, this Christmas they've brought an ice rink down that you can go and skate on if you want to in an evening, which That's is very, uh, very nice. There's a Christmas market going on, which is lovely. Of course, yeah. Um, so big yeah, city, big explain, market. yeah, exploring that with a couple of mates I've got in Manchester, which is very nice. But there's so many, there's, yeah, so many places to eat. Yeah, so sure you can say I can stick to Greg's, but actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's like as you travel a little bit further, you see ten more restaurants that you could go to in the evenings. Yeah, indeed. This has been episode two, stepping into the business. Hopefully, it's provided you with some insight. Thank you very much for listening.